time. No, we ain't playing. Now we just playing. But we gonna play better games. Step in the room and see that we wouldn't have it another way. Geeks gotta play Dungeons and Dragons. It's like that ain't gonna happen. New games that we made up. That's how you get geeked up. And it's a game for you and us. See what we gonna do. Hit us up and write us in. Let the games begin. So, let the games begin. Cause we just singing game time. What's up, everybody? Welcome game to episode time. 21 of Geeked Up Game Time. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is the Tales to My Sonic, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? So I didn't go with the I obvious. I kind of think of the more fat evil guy uh, at the end of the first one that's got the drill for a bottom of half of his body, you know? See, I thought most people thought I'd go to the actual Luigi to Mario. <laughs> I went you Sega. were more of a Sega kid. You I know? went Sega. Man, you were more of a Sega kid. What can I tell you? Which I actually never owned a Sega, by the way. <laughs> Just like straight Nintendos all the way to like. Nice. So would you go to your friend's house specifically to play Sega then? You're like, all right, For Brad's sure. house today. He's got yeah. Sega. Devin's yeah. a lot of Nintendo shit. Nintendo. Like, the Aladdin Sega game was better than the Nintendo <laughs> one. Like, that's a fact. So that shit kind of sucked. <laughs> yes, and the Aladdin game was way worse than Mortal Kombat on any <laughs> system. So, <laughs> yeah, Right, the Nintendo, no blood in Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's like, true. It was like sweat. Like, oh, I really knocked the sweat <laughs> off of that guy. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Finish him. So, of course, welcome back to the show. Back after a little bit of a break, a little bit of a game time break. The last one, of course, was game time episode yeah, 20. Yeah, I kind of spazzed out and uh, broke all the games in the closet. <laughs> yeah. You know, Devin spilled a two-liter Diet Pepsi all over the... Uh, all the prizes. <laughs> but a huge mess over here. <laughs> buy a whole new section of ALF DVDs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So give you guys, but... Yes, we are going to be coming back at you with uh, new games as well as new episodes of the Geeked mm -hmm. Up podcast and new episodes of the Geeked Up Game Time podcast. That's right. Maybe with some new guests. You know, we'll see. Maybe yeah, we're going to be coming at you with new games and new guests, of course. But uh, again, thanks to all of our past guests. Thanks to Dennis and Andy of course, for we're uh, guests on the last episode. You can check out that episode and all the other episodes. Of course, on uh, SoundCloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. And That's Geeked to make sure not make sure you you erase the R from Reeked and added the G from Geeked. And That's make right. sure you find us, because the Reeked Up podcast's been living for years off of our uh, misspelled That's searches. Right. So. That's right. We even had them on for a bit on the big episode 20 episode. They kind of they tried true. to break yeah, in the studio. We, the and, uh, we finally gave in and did a little cross-promotion with the Reeked Up boys. <laughs> so check out that episode 20. But yeah, exactly. Make sure you delete the R, put the G back in. And of course, <laughs> if you want to play along with us at home, always email us in at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you got to put that the in there, but we're still taking the episode 10 emails. Oh, yeah. Suck MC <laughs> challenge, yo. And we're always willing to get back into any, uh, if you listen to any past game, if you've got an entry, if you give us a good email on any good past game, we're right. always it's, willing to. It's never too late to win a prize. Exactly. You know it's like the mean? arcade, you know, like you go, you set the high <laughs> score. Fucking three years later, some other little asshole says that nobody's been That's playing right. that game for the last. All the one day Street Fighter's hot. Next thing you know, Tekken's hot. You gotta nobody's playing there. Street Fighter. That's when you strike Street Fighter, hit the high score, and you get your three initials. That's on right. The top. Ass and KKK <laughs> can't be the only top winners of every arcade game. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. 
But so, of course, listen on those. And if you don't want to email us, send a message on Facebook. Shoot us a like. There's all sorts of ways to get a hold of us. Yeah, we're social media conglomerates. Hit us up on our Insta and Twitter. Twit us. But uh, if you ever see us in public, though, please don't come up to us. We're uh, regular people just like you. We can't be bothered with this shit all the time. Keep it to uh, all kinds of social media and emails. All right, guys. But, uh... Before we get into this game, I guess if you want to listen back to uh, episode 22 of the Geeked Up podcast, we talked about a lot of stuff, but one thing that came up was the uh, the Joker origin story that Scorsese's producing. So, yeah, that was kind of the big break news. There was a lot of the DC, the uh, DC stuff, weird mess that the DC universe seems to be in, kind of headlined by the news of the Joker origin story. Mm-hmm. Not in the canon, not Jared Leto, not Harley Quinn, nothing, nothing to do with the Joker of the Suicide Squad and of the ensuing Batman movie, Justice League franchise. Yep, nope, just a but new a Joker movie. origin movie about the history story of origin, like Devin was saying, produced yeah. by uh, Scorsese. Scorsese. So, you know, it just kind of got us, it's kind of be like, this kind of little spoiler, it's kind of kind of be what this week's game's going to be about. But before we get into the game itself, you know, just talking about that origin story, just kind of looking now, there's also a lot of other origin stories that are coming out. I guess, yeah, it's kind of the hot thing right now is the uh, the origin kind of prequel like, before the story yeah. stories. You and know? not only are there a bunch of different ones coming out, but there's also a bunch of ones that are already have been on or are currently on right now. Yeah, one of the big uh, hot shows this fall, for example, is The Young Sheldon. Oh, Again, God, listen yeah. back to our uh, Big Bang Theory trivia contest. Yeah, where in the blind. Calling all Big Bang trivia experts. <laughs> I defy you to match the knowledge of me and Devo. But there's The Young Sheldon, mm-hmm. you know, a whole series where it's going to be now a whole series about details yeah, of like a some young autistic kid getting bullied <laughs> by all the uh, football playing third graders or whatever. Yeah, know, is it going to be a comedy or is it going to be like this heartbreaking tale? I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this kid's got to run. Seriously, bullying. Like, you know what he grows up to be. bullying for everybody, so it's kind of a... Uh, it's not like, don't worry, you're going to grow up to be this awesome, successful guy. It's like, no, <laughs> you're still 40 and you live with uh, Darlene's boyfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a sad life you live, Sheldon. <laughs> Seriously. But I mean, yeah, like, I guess it's kind of like an unnecessary, like, do we need to know the upbringing of Sheldon, of what what yeah. really turned him into I think, like, what you When see was a... the first time he said Bazinga? <laughs> yeah, you seriously. Know? When did you start knowing he was socially awkward? Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of like Sheldon, kind of the character that he plays now. I think you kind of get what his childhood is. Yeah. Based it's... on the, like, it's the same fucking thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. There's another popular one that's on right now, and that's about to be uh, coming back on. The second half of the third season is Fear the Walk. Dead, Fear of the Walking Which Dead, is of like, course, takes place the... before or kind of lateral to the Walking Dead. Yes, so I guess in the same vein, the other huge television uh, series out there these days, Game of Thrones. Obviously, they've got their final season coming up, but after that, I think in production they've got like several. Yeah, they have like four different scripts for like four different spin-off yeah, series. And they're all spin. They're all. And I guess prequels, they're all prequels. Yeah, all like they're the... all gonna happen before this exactly. big story happened. And you see the same thing, Game of Thrones. Like between Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, those are the two big like money make down yeah, TV easily. got TV owned boom. Look at the movie world. What's the big movie franchise, especially in our geek world? Yeah. Star Wars, boom. What's coming out next? Star Wars prequel. You got Han Solo. Yeah, the you Han got Solo. Obi-Wan. You know, even Rogue One was not necessarily like... 
the origin story, not necessarily a prequel because it wasn't, but I guess it was before episode, you know, sure, four, but it could be like the origin story of the rebels that stole the plans <laughs> yeah. that were just formatively anyway, mentioned once in a exactly. movie. It's like, oh, we got some rebels stole plans. I, I mean, it was a three hour movie. I can make a three hour movie off that sentence. <laughs> and I think that that kind of is, in essence, what all of these prequels are i think they've kind of realized that it's a really easy way like you said you know spin-off show but it's a really easy way to kind of hone in and just make money off of an existing franchise without For really sure. having to add to it or evolve to it much you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if the story is already told all right tell something before the story you can start a whole new sheldon series to capitalize on the popularity of sheldon without ever having to do anything really with the sheldon character you no know not I mean? at all the actors sick of playing him all right get Get someone new. You can't can't yeah, be like get the this new kid for at least another thirty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like nobody wants to see the new Fred Flintstone. You know, like, hey Bonnie. <laughs> Everybody hated when like the old Fred bailed and they get the. But if they would have made a young like uh, yeah, Fred as right. a kid, and nobody would have minded that. Hey, I would have loved it if that was how I Fred loved sounded. It, yeah. it would have showed how he got good, so good at bowling. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there's a ton of just, like, different movies and shows that have been doing this for a while. Like, I guess a crazy one you could kind of say would be Godfather 2. Would be a good origin story for, um, you know, Robert De Niro's playing the young Marlon Brando. For sure. Flashbacks. I guess The Godfather 2, that's probably like the definitive, you know what I mean, all-time best prequel, even though it is... Sure, but like it takes place in both parts. And again, though, like, yes, how necessary is it? Like, did we really need to know what Vito Corleone was like <laughs> before he was a big, fat, mumbling, like, <laughs> jerk? Yeah, it's like, no, but what was he like when he was younger? Yeah, like, exactly. What, what was he care? like when he wasn't a mumbling fool? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was Robert De Niro. No shit. <laughs> he was Robert De Niro with a hilarious mustache. I got it. I got it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Like, you guess the prequels, it's very rarely like a nest. You don't need to know the tale. Mm-hmm. Either, you know like, I mean? you could argue that, like, superhero movies, for instance. Like, those are all, like, every part one is pretty much the origin story. Like, yeah. how many times we had to watch Peter Parker get bit or fucking <laughs> yeah. Batman's parents well, get sure. murdered and the fucking pearls go flying in the air. Like, yeah. we get it. Well, for superheroes, there's, like, an inherent explanation that needs to take place sure. of why exactly are these these turtle why exactly are these teenagers <laughs> happen to be turtles that are ninjas and fighting crime and eating pizza like oh they got yeah. bit by a radio yeah see that one's kind of could they just do all right because, <laughs> yeah enough said but it's not fun enough for you you need to know why these fucking crime yeah. fighting ninja turtles are eating pizza but usually that happens in a superhero movie kind of organically within the movie mm-hmm. through like a 20 minute montage then boom fast forward these a spider-man fights exactly. crime although this time the new Spider-Man this time, though, they didn't do the whole origin shit. It was yeah. just like, dude, you fucking know what happened, all right? He got bit <laughs> yeah, by a spider. Sure. But this Watch time the Tobey Maguire high. one if you need to, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, right. But it is kind of one of like those fuzzy lines where it differentiates like origin story and then like prequel. You know what I mean? Sure. Where it's like the... Instead of sequel. <laughs> which is another fuzzy line because pretty much any sequel is the pre... Is, any movie is like the... Any second movie is the prequel to the third movie. <laughs> if you want to sure. look at it like that. You go or any first movie is the prequel to the second movie. I don't think movie. that's how it really works. I think like, <laughs> the prequel has to come out like after the initial movie came out. But... I guess the difference between, like, an origin story and a prequel would be that, like, I guess, like, a prequel would be more, like, story-based and an origin story would be more, like, 
character based per yes. se. So like, although again, you could cross that line and say the Star Wars one through three are kind of both. They're actually like a Darth Vader origin story, but they're yeah. also like the whole Jedi and what these well, yeah, groups no, were I'd doing say as that, a like, prequel. The first one. I'd say the first. I'd say number three is definitely a Darth Vader origin sure. story because it's how Darth Vader. <laughs> yes, you see how a scorned love can turn you into the most evil fucking helmet robot asshole ever. Yeah. But like that really showed you how Darth Vader turned evil. The first episode one and episode two were kind of more prequels to the entire galaxy as we know it sure. as of now. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. For example, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Yeah, I guess that's technically like a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark sure, being that yeah. it happened before. Yeah, for but... whatever reason, it took place a year before <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark did. Same thing with like Mallrats is apparently like yeah. the famed prequel to Clerks yeah. happening the day before the events of Clerks. Mm -hmm. However, there's really no like... No tie into it. They're, they're like they're not coming in. Like, geez, so it was crazy yesterday when we shook yeah, the guy's hand with the shit on our hands. Like like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? like, like there was no paying reference to the like. It didn't. They weren't talking of in clerks. They weren't talking about the aftermath mm. of some crazy. Hey, wasn't it? So I've never been on a game show at the mall before. <laughs> yeah. Like, wasn't that a nutty day to randomly happen? Like, <laughs> how about how the fucking fat guy turned into the Jedi all of a sudden? Like, yeah, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> anyway, we'll take a pack of smokes. <laughs> Yeah, like scooch badoosh, motherfucker. <laughs> there was no. See, at least in Final Destination Five, they like tie it all <laughs> in at the end, and like, oh, it took place first. Like the plane crash, like kills one of the characters, and like the plane crash that kills them all in the end is actually the plane crash the kids get off of in the first one. Okay, realizing so it was like again, really not that necessary, but just being like, oh, all right, like at least it's some tie in, yeah, to it. You, you see, and see the ragtag group of morons, like, oh, you know, they're all gonna die. Yeah, right. exactly. We, but they've already died four times in this franchise, which is also Let's kind of just a fifth movie out of it. Let's it's kind of random that yeah, we've never really either. talked about Final Destination more on this show. We, we've got to get into that. We're just five hilarious movies <laughs> of just people getting murdered in like yeah. the most obscene and ridiculous. Talk way. about saw that coming, like as the. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the uh, prequel to Saw. <laughs> it's called Saw That Coming. <laughs> Saw is a good example of... Uh, have they made a Saw? I think there's a Jigsaw sequel coming out now that you mentioned it. Isn't there a new Saw? Yeah, I don't know if there's a franchise coming out prequel, where it's like the prequel. Or it might be. I, I think it's actually if he's the, alive in it, yeah. I think it's actually the origin story of Jigsaw, from what I understand. I think it's like the rise of Jigsaw the becoming wrong. a maniac. You know? I don't know. He dies in the third movie, but he's still pumping like eight more out after him. <laughs> That's like, true. I shouldn't read too he, much like, into it. He made all these tapes. <laughs> you know? It simply must be a prequel. <laughs> Well, you've been talking about uh, Indiana Jones before, too. How do we not even bring up Young Indiana Jones, the series okay. on TV? Here's another one. The TV series. TV series where that's an origin story, I guess, but more than a prequel because yeah. it's on focus on the young indie. Like... Well, I think there was also, first of all, you're right. Before we even get into that, there was also, I think, the third indie movie of the movie franchise, yeah. which they did get into a little bit of like a young Harrison Ford. Being they like, did. You're never going to dig a dinosaur, you little yeah, yeah, oof. That's <laughs> like Sean Connery. Being all salty towards the yeah. young hairs. Did you say your prayers today, boy? <laughs> but yeah, there's a. <laughs> but then there was, of course, then a the then series the as hat. well, where it's like a whole series revolving yeah. around you know his young archaea, his young days as an archaeologist. Yeah, I think he's like a boy scout or some shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it's even worse than that. 
But uh, I guess staying in the TV franchise, too, because, of course, there's the famous TV series Smallville. Yeah. Which is the uh, kind of origin story of Superman and, like, the unrelated Superman, I guess, to the DC universe right mm-hmm. now. But just, like, mm-hmm. theoretically, it's the whole point of the show is yeah. the life of Superman before. As a teenager. <laughs> what was he like in school? Yeah. They're doing the same thing with uh, Batman, too. They have Gotham on Fox right now. Which okay. is, like, another prequel to, like, Batman and a young Jim Gordon coming up the ring. <laughs> the stories of a waspy rich kid going to prep school. Yeah, that's right. Spoiler, his parents get murdered in the first episode like it happens all the time. The fucking pearls go flying through How the air. How many times am I going to fall for this Bruce Wayne movie? Christ, never take, stop taking that kid to I the mean, movies. It is an interesting thing to like take on the whole Batman franchise to like, hey, let's make a Bruce Wayne series yeah. you know? <laughs> before he's Batman. Like, Wait a minute. While he was learning karate. <laughs> yeah. He's not good at it yet. But, like, uh, like speaking of another one that's kind of uh, of uh, same unwatchability, but I guess there's the Carrie Diaries. Yeah, the Sex in the City, the Carrie Bradshaw as a high school gossipy fucking bitty. You know? Yeah, like really, like who cares what she was like in uh, high school? I think there's even an episode two where she like meets the slutty one for the first time. She's like, "Hi, I'm Samantha." Like, I just blew the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Like, How are we gonna get in? I'll blow the bouncer. Obviously, like, don't worry, fake IDs we won't be needed. But if you speak of the Carrie Diaries, and it's got be... the hallmark of any good show. It's on the CW. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which took over the WB. But if you ever get the time, look up on uh, YouTube The Sopranos Diaries. It's a, a much better prequel story, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, dude. What's-his-face nails the, the young Tony. Bobby Moynihan. Bobby yeah. Moynihan absolutely crushes me. Yeah, it's uh, pretty hilarious. So look that up. I'm counting it as a prequel. <laughs> I'd say worst prequel of all time. Talking about that while we're in the age of a uh, young Carrie Bradshaw, young Superman, a young Tony Soprano. Mm-hmm. How about the young Harry and Lloyd in the Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> and what had to be like how the, Harry met Lloyd? Yeah, that's right. How Harry met Lloyd. Like the uh, definitely just a pain to the Dumb and Dumber franchise as well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like such a classic movie. Just that was a an, an, a blatant cash in. Oh, for sure. On like trying to reboot the franchise. Well, Couldn't I think it was even that like at that time, like Jim Carrey was blowing up. So, like, I think they probably wanted to make a real sequel. Oh, of and course. They were like, they no, we're not doing did. it. Like, well, fuck, we got to do something. Yeah, for sure. There's no way we can lose out on this. Every other movie, every other comedy at the era got three of them. There was five Austin Powers. They can't <laughs> make two Dumb and Dumbers. Like Jesus Christ. Was, uh, Ace Ventura was fucking solving crimes in Africa. Yeah, you can't do anything <laughs> right? with these two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we'll the make the prequel. From See, that's funny, and because I, I still think the uh, worst prequel origin thing ever is uh, Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet. I'm never going to see an episode. <laughs> but I can't stress Young Sheldon enough. But that's kind of a spoiler of what we're going to be doing today, all right? Like, we're obviously talking the origins and the prequels here. So, you guessed it. That's kind of going to be what the game is today. You know, it's a brand new game that we got here. We really <laughs> rummaged through the game closet. Yeah, stepping into the game closet, it's a whole new whole new fleet of games I'm looking at, you know? It's like we yeah. cashed in all of our arcade tickets mm-hmm. for uh, some quality. We saved up all summer and we got the quality <laughs> game. That's right. I didn't settle for the sunglasses or the... Uh, Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. The really bouncy rubber ball. No, 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 no. I saved up, and now I've got a little thing that if I hold at the right angle, the ball (laughs) will roll into the middle. That's right. (laughs) And I got uh, this new game we're going to play today 
called the uh, Geeked Up Unnecessary Origin Prequel Story. <laughs> right? Yeah, the Geeked Up. That sounds like a very geeked up name. Yeah. Most <laughs> like a uh, very long explanatory name, like most of our very games. Self explanatory name, just like we like it. It's no Avengers Justice Squad, <laughs> but, uh, you know. We're working with what we got here, folks. But yeah, so basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be just like the DC Universe with their Joker origins. And this one, we're going to be coming with, they're not going to be in canon either is the big news. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, Devin and I, we're going to be coming up with our own prequel uh, origin stories. Yeah, we're like the Marty Scorsese here, exactly. all right? We're That's producing good... <laughs> uh, We're producing a big movie here, but we need a... Uh... We're in on the news, like we did mention on the actual Geeked Up 22 episode podcast, but if you haven't heard that, just to catch you up, DC announced the Joker origin story. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, produced, not directed, but produced by Mr. Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Uh, directed by Todd Phillips and the team from The Hangover, yeah. Wedding Crashers, and Old School. All those. And all those comedy classics that you think of when you think of demonic serial killer. <laughs> serial killing clown face guys. Yes. But, uh, and then, of course, all the rumors, uh, I think just because of the Scorsese connection, yeah, but are Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. to star. And I think that's just because everybody wants Leo to star in everything anyway. Exactly. There's Look even my... talks this week that Leo himself, and this is one of those where I think that, like, Stan Lee is claiming that Leo is claiming, but news is that Stan Lee is, or that, that Leo is claiming he wants to play Stan Lee in a uh, Stan Lee biopic. So a Stan Lee origin story, if <laughs> yeah, you will. Exactly. <laughs> a real life origin. <laughs> yeah, either way, he's, um, he's playing something. He's yeah. going to be the first version of something. <laughs> So that's kind of what we're doing. So we're, like I said, we're the big producer now this time. We're the Marty Scorsese. And we're cashing in on this whole prequel origin story thing. And all we need is a uh, character to have it be about, an actor to play said character, a uh, director to direct it for us, of course, and uh, a title for this guy. Yeah, what's thing. our origin story going to be called? What's the title? Who's going to be starring it? Who's going to be making it? What the, what's going <clears> to <throat> be happening? You know, those are all of the uh, things that we're going to be giving you guys. Me, Devin, we're gonna, we took uh, six each of our favorite TV show characters. Mm-hmm. Right? We all threw them in a hat. Then we each selected three different characters. Yes. We had 12 names in a hat. We all, we, out of the hat, we each took three. Yeah. All right. So we each of us are now going to pitch our different three movies to, I guess, you guys, the studio execs. <laughs> We're going to pitch our three movies to you. And I guess what we want you guys to do is just, I don't know, listen, have some fun with it. Maybe pitch us yours back to us over the email when we're all done here. Yeah. If you want to tell us one of us is better, go ahead. <laughs> Be sure to mention it, but the prize, but the stepping in the prize closet for the first time in this geeked up game time mm-hmm. 3.0, new season of new games. The first one stepping in the prize closet is going to be for uh, your best yeah. origin Throw us story. What's the one know? you want to see? You can make one up too at home. <laughs> Throw your own name in a goddamn hat. But speaking of that, I guess we should tell you guys now the 12 names, the 12 names that we threw in the hat, the geeked up hat that we get to pick from, the 12 characters that we're going to blindly pick. So I guess we're going to go with, uh, here's the 12, all right? Here's what we threw in there. We threw in uh, George Costanza. We threw in a uh, Lex Luthor. Milton from The Office Space. We okay, threw a little in a Stephen Root factor there. Right. Yeah, you got it. All right, you got nice. It. Stephen Root bonus points, of course. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> and check out earlier game times if you're wondering what the obsession with Stephen Root may be. But mm-hmm. 
Or stick around at the end of this or at the end of tonight's episode. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, not to be a, you might uh, find out what it's all about. <laughs> of course, we got uh, Frankistanza in there also. <laughs> all right, I'm going to admit, George and Frank were both mine, all right? <laughs> all right. Then we got uh, John Connor from the uh, Terminator franchise. T2. All right. Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. From uh, Major League, played by no other than Charlie Sheen, of course. Yeah, from Geeked Up, favorite Charlie Sheen. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uncle Frank from Home Alone, the uh, shitty uncle. Guys, this guy's <laughs> always giving Kevin shit. But, but you did, you yeah. little Jackson. <laughs> that guy? Of course. That guy. <laughs> of course, going in the height of what was been going on in the movies right now, we got Pennywise the Clown from It. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thrown in there. All right, we've got uh, Billy Madison, which has been crushing it in the box office, by the way. It, not Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing in select theaters again. Um, now, here's going to be one you might not know, but you'll know after I tell you who he is. And then we got Carl Showalter from Fargo, who was played by none other than Steve Buscemi. Yes, another that geeked up favorite, Steve maniac. Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. And Carl Showalter, who's come up in like sh- like shockingly lot of game times yeah. because <laughs> yeah. you, you are always using him. As a character of our games, once again, one of our favorite TV and movie. As always, Carl Showalter gets tossed in there. And of course, what would a uh, list of names be without Ferris Bueller's nemesis, Principal Ed Rooney? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to admit, that was another one of mine. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, so we threw these 12 hilarious names in the hat. I guess I'll go through them just real quick again. We got Lex Luthor, George Costanza, Frank Costanza. John Connor, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn, Omar from The Wire, Milton from The Office Space, Uncle Frank from Home Alone, uh, Billy Madison from Billy Madison, uh, um, <laughs> Carl Showalter from Fargo, Pennywise from It, and Principal Ed Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> all right, so now I'll do the uh, and I'll, I'll do the annual geeked up coin toss. All right, all right. Devin will call it. Determine per- who goes first. I'm going heads. He goes heads, and of course, oh, of course, it's a tails never fails. Tails never fails. <laughs> so, so I guess I guess that means I go first. You, or, your uh, call, man. You want to kick or receive? I guess we should tell you too that we've already picked our three names out. Me and Liam. Now I don't know who Liam has picked, and he doesn't know who I've picked. So yes, we're looking at our names now. We're uh, <laughs> we got them down. We don't know who's got who. Liam flicked the coin. He got tails. He gets to pick. Is he going first? Is he I'll pitching? Kick it off. So I'm going first. I'll let Diva. I'll, I'll get last licks. All right. All right. I heard all of the uh, kids saying in Little League. So I'm going to go. My first pick was a uh, Billy Madison I got. <laughs> all right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What is uh, Billy Madison's, you know, origin story? How did he become such a lovable goof? <laughs> all right. So now the title of this movie is going to be called Billy Goes to School. <laughs> All right, all now, right. It kind of sounds a lot. It sounds a little familiar. From, yeah, well, uh, just, I kind of liked it the first time when it was right. called Billy Madison. The genre of this flick, it's going to be a comedy. <laughs> all right, it's going to be uh, directed by Adam Sandler, of course, because they're going to do the whole like Happy uh, Madison Productions. All right, nice. It's be, uh, nice. Sandler's big comedy directing to be. Schwartzen's going to be cameo and keeping and with Rob Schneider's going to be being hilarious in the background. All right, keeping with that. In mind, the whole Sandler camp, young Billy's going to be played by no other than David Spade. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Ah, what can he do? You know. Uh, so, 
But the whole plot of the movie is going to be, uh, I have written down right here, plot. It just says Billy Madison next to it. <laughs> because you remember in the first movie, the dad talks about how he bribed off all the teachers to give Billy all these good grades. Yeah, yeah. So this is just going to be the hilarious exploits of young Billy, Billy going, through just going through school. Just thinking he's doing so good, but everything's wrong. And there's the dad greasing all the teachers. And he's getting A's and showing up in that cool-ass convertible. But it's just shitty. You get to relive all of the hilarious. You get to yeah. relive his first encounter with Miss Lippy. Or the, the original yeah. Miss Lippy. Or yeah. like the old school O'Doyles. You know, <laughs> the O'Doyles of his first generation. Yeah, the original you know? O'Doyles. And, you know, it's going to be Spade playing them. You can't, <laughs> you can't go wrong. And of course, I guess Spade can pull off. Of, like, he's, yeah. he's, a big, he's got a very Dennis the Menace kind of look to him, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if anyone can do it, it's going to yeah, be If Spade. anybody can do it, it would be Spade. But I don't want to go to school. <laughs> this is going to show how he meets Norm MacDonald and the other guy. You know what I mean? They're going to all meet up in school. <laughs> There's a lot to it. It's going to be hilarious comedy. It's going to be a lot the, like Billy you're Madison. to see the first time they did the pickle race. Mm-hmm. You're where they f- threw where they were at the mall and they threw the pickle against the window and watched. And find out what happened to the mom. Get this Where's movie? his mom the whole movie? Maybe you get to see what older brother influenced Billy and taught him <laughs> how to do the bag of shit trick, yeah, you know? Because right. right. you know every uh, Or the first time they did the bag of shit. There's a hilarious trick. asshole older brother that influenced him, you know? Yeah, who was the first time they threw pickles against the glass wall? <laughs> So, you know, that's my first uh, big pitch. The All Billy right, Madison the big... origin story played by David Spade. It's called Billy Goes to School. Goes it's to school. directed <laughs> by Adam Sandler and the Happy Madison production team. And it's going right, nice. to be a fun comedy, you know. Nice lighthearted comedy. All right, I've got more of the uh, in the superhero comic book movie kind of realm. Frank Stanza. I got a feeling one of your <laughs> I got a feeling it's one of your entries. To the uh, to the old geeked up hat that we got there, but I got Lex Luthor. All right, all right. Superman's prime nemesis, and I guess that's kind of like the other definitive big super. Like you know, you think bad, you think superheroes, you think Batman and Superman, you think villains, you think Joker. Boom, Lex Luthor. Lex right? Luthor, Superman's arch nemesis, just a rich <laughs> asshole, just basically yeah. Donald Trump. It's just a rich asshole, exactly. So I'm gonna go. Superman it's, uh, flies you know, fake news. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going, uh, you know, big. I'm going bigger than life comic book movie. I'm thinking I'm getting to direct, you know, one of your Zack Schneiders, your Brokenheimers, your Peter Jacksons. Thinking course. epic blockbuster movie. All right, <laughs> it's going to be called Kryptonite. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. Now we got to get a bald guy to play Lex Luthor. I'm available. All right, now. <laughs> I was going to say you're on the short list. Yeah, come on. All right, but uh, along the short list, but uh, Patrick Stewart. A little too old, I feel, to play a young... <laughs> sure, but also kind of taken by the Marvel franchise, I believe. He's kind of a... He's contractually booked. My second choice, Scott Van Pelt from SportsCenter. <laughs> Felt like he would have been a perfect young Lex. But no, he's under... He's got other projects, he said, that he's got working. So I chose... Another bald guy, but also just another Gosh. kind of rich, curmudgeonly asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, another uh, rich, curmudgeonly asshole, much like uh, Lex Luthor. Another bald brethren, but I'm with Larry David <laughs> to play <laughs> play Lex Luthor, Superman. Okay, okay. And yes, exactly. I've got Larry David. And it's basically just going to be Larry David. Like, yeah, I'm not a big Superman guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, where's the, where's the tights? He's got his boys hanging out. You know, I don't want to. He's got the same woman. I got to see his junk as he's flying away. I got to get this Superman guy, you know? That's uh, how opposite of that. Is, <laughs> is the Superman going to be played by Seinfeld by any chance? <laughs> I was going to say, yes. Yeah, he loves. <laughs> Whoa, Superman. 
I don't see the big deal. With the cape. Yeah, exactly. Who wears a cape? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to the Superman? And it's going to take you through like the early where you find out where Lex Luthor's passionate hatred from Superman comes. And it's going to be like one time Clark Kent like cut him off in like uh, the parking lot of the Grand Union. And then Lex Luthor's like, you know what? I got to get this asshole. Wait a minute. He's Superman. You know, it's funny enough. In like original canon in the comic books, like he blames Superman for making him bald in like some crazy experiment. <laughs> which like could it be more Larry David? Like, <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> he already hates that. He has that yeah. hate of being bald. I signed up for a growth for a growth experiment. Oh man, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I know exactly, and it's gonna be. Cause also, Lex Luthor is a pretty hilarious, <laughs> like understated asshole, just like Larry David. Like, yeah, where it's sure. what's his big, like yeah. mysterious, devious? Like, no, really, just like some rich guy uh, that's uh, kind of an asshole. Like, yeah, everyone's talking about Superman. Superman. I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, pretty evil. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty evil. <laughs> All right, I would definitely 100 percent watch that show. Dude. Yes, All right. so that was a good. One. That was more of my. Uh, that's my. Mo- that's my bigger than life. <laughs> Bruckenheimer. All right, superhero. Movie. I could uh, respect that one. I could respect that one. So okay, I guess I'm up then, <laughs> up on deck here. That's, I don't know how to top that. But I got away. The next one I picked was uh, Pennywise from the It franchise. Okay, nice. Which is I very hot. Pretty hot right now. Like I mentioned earlier, shattering box office records for horror movies. Second one on the way. Okay. Right? Right? Exactly. Should be huge. So why wouldn't you have a prequel? I think they're delving into that history. I think he does actually have a history prequel, but not in this movie. <laughs> We're going to go a little different. So this one's going to be called, not It. All right. His name's Pennywise. This one's gonna be called Petty Penny, and it's uh, it's gonna be a comedy kind of just comedy drama. And who okay, does like comedy dramas better than Judd Apatow? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah. It starts off light. It's never funny and with the Judd you know, Apatow He's like divorcing his wife. And you're like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Pennywise is gonna be played no other than uh, Andy Dick. <laughs> it's gonna be nice. Dude, Andy gonna... Dick could be a very good Pennywise, <laughs> a very good shapeshifter into a uh, guy that's not a total asshole. Okay, yeah, sure. Now the plot's gonna be, and again, pure appetite. It's gonna start as a, a young Penny, a Petty Penny. You know, Andy Dick. I don't like that. I'm Andy Dick. But he's still going to be a comedian slash clown. You know, he's trying. He's yeah. out there. He's doing the clown open mics every Andy night. Andy Dick is very, like, even without the makeup, he's, yeah. like, the suffering, the tragic clown is just fucking that. Never asshole. really getting it off. And then, of course, in the second half of the movie, when the real uppertownist comes into it, his wife starts cheating with one of the neighbor kids. It's very scandalous. It breaks his heart. So, I don't know. He starts eating kids, <laughs> like Pennywise does. Just like Andy Dick went, I guess I'm. I'm going to have to eat him now for no rhyme or reason. So, yeah. So instead of taking this whole horror genre, we're going to do like a comedy. You know, it's going to be a different yeah. take on Pennywise. A little lighthearted. And definitely one, one that I'm which, not going to be afraid to see in the theaters. Definitely, you know, people are going to be clamoring to see. It would be a logical tell mm-hmm. the tale of what makes the crazy clown. Crazy. And then it would be very logical that it's just Andy yeah. Dick. Yeah, no, he's been a Andy couple Dick. years before. It's been yeah. Andy Dick the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, that makes a ton of sense. And honestly, let's face the facts. If like there, if the world was <laughs> faced with a serial killing clown shaping shapes, and then it turned out to be Andy Dick, yeah. would anybody really be surprised? Oh. Like, well, why would you eat the kids? Why not? <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, I can believe it. So you're really tugging at America's heart. All right, that's so it's called Petty Penny. Petty Penny, the story of Pennywise. <laughs> that's right.
<laughs> so my uh, all right. So the next one that I'll be doing is actually uh, I'm gonna be honest. It was one of my choices, right? <laughs> so I'm happy with that one. But one of my favorite guys, uh, one of my favorite movies growing up, one of my favorite characters growing up. All right, but old Wild Thing Vaughn, <laughs> Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn from Major League One, and Ricky the Sellout Vaughn from Major <laughs> League Two. Well, he, had, does it, a, he didn't grow in his stripe anymore. He <laughs> yeah. grew it in. Corporate Ricky Vaughn, where yeah. he's doing commercials and whatnot. Wearing he's got suits. an agent. Yeah. He's his, not pitching well, though. His suits have sleeves. Like, <laughs> yeah. this isn't the wild thing that I know and love, you know? <laughs> his suits have sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be called, and so it's going to be the prequel, so it's going to be before he was the wild thing. He was Ricky, you know? Well, just Ricky. Right? It's just yeah, going to be yeah. Ricky. All right? Now, it's random. It's going to be directed, strangely enough, in his directorial debut by Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> Which is why he was unavailable to play Lex Luthor in my last production. Of course. But so Scott Van Pelt, he's you know he's a he's a sports comedy guy. You know well, who who better can balance sports and comedy than the no. snarky anchor on Sports Center? Totally, does the yeah, hilarious yeah. after show or whatever. You know what I mean? So he's gonna be a guy. Now Scott Van Pelt, <laughs> as a director, he feels very broy to me. So it's gonna be it's gonna be starring Ryan Reynolds. Of course, why as would? a young wild thing, you know. And I got a feeling that Scott Van Pelt's a huge fan of John C. Riley yeah, <laughs> and yeah. the comedy stylings of and Will Ferrell and that whole gang. So there's gonna be Will yeah. Ferrell's gonna be playing like his like minor league, and it's gonna be basically the story of Ricky Vaughn going through. First, he's gonna be playing in Maryland, where <laughs> this has really turned into just a Van Pelt. Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it's a, an inside joke for Scott Van Pelt fans, but it's going to be Ricky Vaughn playing at University of Maryland, right? Where he befriends a young Scott Van Pelt, and they're out there drinking buddies <laughs> at the bars. The young Scott Van Pelt is going to be played by none other than Devin Barnes yes. from the Geeked Up show. <laughs> and, uh, it's going to be the tales of like him playing through the penal, the California Penal League, where he gets saw, where he meets his manager Will Ferrell, of and they've got the announcer. Like the Bob Euchre character of the announcer is going to be John C. Riley. <laughs> then he's going to be making up to to uh, Cleveland, where we. I, mean, I was not able to get uh, uh, Bob Euchre to play Bob Euchre in my prequel. So Norm Macdonald is going to be doing <laughs> his be his his famed Bob Euchre impression. All right, all right. This is a. Uh now, does it go through the time? What does he go to jail for? Does it show all that? Or, uh... <laughs> well, he was it was his car. He was stealing cars. Sure. Him and you were out stealing cars. <laughs> right. and, uh, Tell me more and, about him and the young, young Scott, Scott Van Pelt. We're going to be... But yeah, basically, like you said, it's basically the Scott Van Pelt bio. <laughs> yeah. with, uh, his, the side character is going to be Ricky Vaughn. It's going to be like, you know, like the star of Sandlot was really the fat kid. Then his friend was Benny the Jet. Who sure. was good. That's going to be kind of... But it's going to be... So it's going to be Ricky. The story of uh, how the wild was. thing became the wild thing. I love before he was the wild thing. <laughs> there was be just you, Ricky. And it's going to... They were going to get a scene of you... And Scott! And uh, Ryan Reynolds, like, taking funnels, you know what I of mean? Of course. At the, frats, at the Fiji frats of Maryland, you know? <laughs> of course. Taking funnels, going to mustachio bashios. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, <laughs> ready to see the script. You ready for your Not even as a comparing a competing producer here with you, but uh, <laughs> I might even do my last pitch, my last one. No, I'm on board for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually on board for this I've one to play the Ricky project. Yeah, so untitled uh, the third film scrapped. Forget <laughs> the other two. We're going with this one. <laughs> Game's over. <laughs> Liam won, but uh, it's pretty.
pretty good. I like that. I like that because I'm involved. So, you know. I thought you would, you know. Yeah. I wanted to sneak you in as the when – I, when I couldn't cast you as the young Lex Luthor, <laughs> I figured maybe you'd make a good young Scott Van Pelt. I think he saw something in me. He gave me a little hint. It's like, don't do the Luther thing. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a bigger project coming up for you. You slipped a note to your agent, you know? You're playing the best character in the world. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's going to bring me, I guess, then to my third pick. My third pitch doesn't star me, unfortunately. But it's going to be uh, the third name that I picked was, of course, Principal Ed Rooney. <laughs> from Ferris Bueller's Day nice. Off. One of mine. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, this is going to be another genre switch up. This one's going to be a uh, like an action thriller kind of like a real nail biter. And it's going wow, to be called... Wow, that's the only... Uh, well, that, that's, what led, that's what makes him tick. Oh, that's yeah. what makes him tick. <laughs> exactly. Okay? This one's going to be called Rooney's Terrible Day Off. Okay? <laughs> Rooney's Terrible Day Off. Now, much in the genre. Now, since, you know, he's only producing the Joker movie, I got Scorsese to direct this one. Okay, nice. You know who's playing him. He's been looking to do a prequel role. So <laughs> no other than Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be playing the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the young Rooney, all right? You, you, you drew him away from the Joker Project? Yeah, Joker Project. <laughs> you lured him away project. with uh, tales of a bigger star to be played. Ed Rooney, you all right? You could either do Joker or Ed Rooney. What would you prefer? I mean... So this is now... Think of along the lines of... Uh, I don't know, almost like a Taken movie, I guess. So, like, it's going to be Ed Rooney as a kid in high school. Now, this is going to show why he hates kids skipping school and smart <laughs> alligan, right? Okay. Ed Rooney tries to skip a day of school himself. Uh-oh. young Leo. He goes with his girlfriend and is also his goofy friend. But instead of everyone getting life lessons, like, right from the rip, he finds out his best friend sleeping with his girlfriend. And those <laughs> two end up taking the car anyway, and they go riding off. So he's like, oh, all right, fuck. So then, like, he still does the restaurant gag, but doesn't realize it's a mafia-ran <laughs> restaurant. So the mafia ends up kidnapping his family and killing them all. Jesus, what a terrible day. Sure. A terrible day just went to school. And, you know, he's such a goon. Anyway, you know what a goony guy is. So of course, he's screwing up all these uh, <laughs> hilarious day-off things. He's trying to dance in a parade. Yeah, right getting, like, run over. But it's DiCaprio <laughs> doing it, you know. So then, anyway, the fact is his family gets, like, offed by the mob, right? <laughs> he doesn't he, save him? He, no, but even in his asshole ways now, now he's burned, he's bitter, but he still wants to help the next generation of kids. So he becomes a principal <laughs> to try and prevent this from happening yeah. to anybody else. He's seen enough in his life. Ever it's time again. to take a breather. But he's still too hard. You know, you can't let him know. You got, like, any tough principal in any, like, high school movie. You do it with <laughs> tough love. So he's not really the villain in Ferris Bueller, but more like the hero. Yeah, no, seriously. And you find out. You well, watch, when you know the greater context of it, it really sets up. You watch Ferris Bueller that. in a whole new light. <laughs> and it's almost, again, like a sad drama because instead of just this <laughs> shitty kid that's, like, making yeah. an ass of this guy, that's just trying to save As his life. As he's marching through through the parade in Chicago, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, are his parents going to get abducted by... Uh... Sure, he doesn't get how baseball scores work. <laughs> but, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's been through a lot of shit. the Stoners and the Jacks <laughs> and the... Uh... Yeah. That will actually uh, show up. You know, she might show up in this one. <laughs> well, I would hope so. She's got to have a... But it's going to be a real violent, gritty thriller. <laughs> just blood oh, it's going to be bloody. Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, Rooney's terrible day off. It's uh, starring Leo. Starring <laughs> Directed by Scorsese. All right, now that's that's got blockbuster head written all over. All right, right there. <laughs> all right. We're crossing over 
And also, I mean, like, talk about an iconic character deserving of uh, all the... Right. <laughs> Always made up for years to be a shitty guy. I can't wait for, like, the principal from Ferris, Day, uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off ride at Six Flags, you know? It's going to be the movie of the summer. Although, having the said that... The blockbuster smash hit. I'm not realizing that that guy, by the way, the actor that plays that guy who was also on Deadwood, the original Principal Rooney... Is like a total child molester. Like he's been arrested a couple times by like <laughs> really? the FBI for and like geeked chi- up locked up news for like child porn. Like his house has been raided. Wow. He's like downloading like pictures like ten year olds. Even on Deadwood, he seemed like a sleazy like yeah. news printer guy. He was the guy in charge of the newspaper. I could I could, I could very see him having yeah. like. Like, Much uh, like finding out Andy Dick is Pennywise. If you find out Ed Rooney is like a child molester, you're not like, no way. It's like, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. dude. That makes total sense. Okay, new pitch. I got a new pitch for the origin story for the Rooney. All right, scratch all that. Rooney's a choir boy, obviously getting molested as a kid. And he becomes a preacher or a principal to a... Obviously, molest kids. <laughs> Still played by DiCaprio. Yeah. The rest of it's shockingly yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> Scorsese's still on board. But, all right. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. That one's, uh, uh, that's the hit. That's the summer. No, it's not the summer. That's the winter hit. That's like coming out in November. <laughs> that's the Christmas. It's too dark. <laughs> too dark for summer. Too many kids are off. All right. Well, mine is another. I guess mine would actually be a TV series. Is I think I drew another one of your contributions to the uh, list, but another one of my favorite TV show characters Frankenstein. as well. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I, neither one of us yeah, drew that's... either Frank or George. <laughs> I threw both of them in as part of my six, by the way, because I figured if you got either one, it would ensure the other one would be. The, you know what I mean? You tell the <laughs> yeah, tale sure. of what drove Frankenstein <laughs> to be such a crazy old his fucking bastard little son George. <laughs> yeah. You tell what's the story of George becoming <laughs> such a neurotic asshole. His fucking crazy old dad, Frank Costanza. You know now, they filmed them both at once. We know we're going to release them over two summers. It was a new, like, franchise that I was thinking the of. Costanza uh, franchise. A cinematic universe, so to speak. I like that. Now I'm kind of bummed. The CCU, the Costanza Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my last one, definitely I'd say one of the all-time great TV show characters. But Omar from The Wire. Okay, hell yeah. All right. And I, uh, so I'm going to keep it a TV show. Sure. Okay, I figure, you know. And it's going to be called, it's going to be All in the Game. <laughs> it's All in the Game. The Omar all the game. quote. All right. But it's going to be the tale, the origin story of the tale of what made Omar such a bad motherfucker. All right. So it's going to be directed by F. Gary Gary, <laughs> of course, from Friday. <laughs> sure. And straight out of Compton. So we're going urban. You know, I want somebody to keep the urban street course. with it, right? But it's an origin story. So I've got to p- cast a young you know, up-and-coming African-American star to play the young Omar. So, of course, none other choice but the little black kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> He's going to be playing Omar from The Wire. And we're going to get to, it's going to get this, the tale of how a young Omar lived in, ba- not in Baltimore City, but in Baltimore County, all right? Okay. Out in the suburbs, where him and his friend, especially his one friend that he was a little too fond of, you know, <laughs> got a little too jealous when he got a little girlfriend, had an... Uh, experience where they had a dealing with aliens and okay. they befriended an alien and then were getting chased by the F and it really turned so another cross street wise yeah. another cross genre so it's like a sci-fi of, you wouldn't have thought so but Omar that kind of brings also a more broader context when you see the character of Omar that he's already been through sci-fi alien fights yeah. by the time he's ripping running <laughs> Baltimore drug dealers you know sure. what I mean? like, it's not too scary when you've had to pull your friend from another dimension of course. and then get to run 
Ben from whatever like the things. fake FBI was called in Stranger Things. <laughs> Never like I forget the team of the police that was. How does he? Uh, how does he get the scar? Is this uh, an alien scratch or is <laughs> no? A... It was a very anticlimactic uh, accident in gym class. Where he <laughs> slipped playing kickball and fell on a root in the field. It was not like that'll know, do it. That's yeah. a he very... fell off his bike. The, the fat kid put a, uh, a stick in the spokes and he fell off his bike. Out when he was living in Baltimore County, but yes, yes, and you get to hear why the song, the <laughs> why that was such a traumatizing song. Of course, in of his course, life. that was the song where Ed Rooney touched him during. <laughs> <laughs> so cross to bring it back, yeah, <laughs> to get him involved in the cinematic universe. That <laughs> was the tale. Just leave Van Pelt out of this, all right? <laughs> yeah, right. Van Pelt's got his hands full with his own. Yeah. With his own work. But yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's the story of how story. Omar became such a street-tough, homosexual, <laughs> cr- criminal mastermind. <laughs> and it was really all you saw. If Now that when you watch Stranger Things, you really saw it all coming. How yeah. he could turn out to be a gay maniac. Yeah, you know, it's so, said. What, even Stranger Things is said exactly, like the 83. Yeah. yeah, the timeline adds up. He grew if 30 years to like 93, but still, <laughs> you know, it's hard. That's city miles, dude. Life, That's city know, miles. Omar was actually After only... the whole 11 experience, the family moved into the city, you know, yeah. and got out of there. Omar was actually 20 during the wire. <laughs> just, he looked old. He's like an old dude. So, all right. So those are our uh, six movies we pitched. Three from me, three from Liam, of course. <laughs> what we need you guys to do now, like I said, you're the big studio execs. Look them over, and if you don't like those, tell us one of yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give us your really own. Really do whatever you want this time, guys. <laughs> All right. Give us your own origin story with your own director and star mm-hmm. and backstory of your own. Step into the prize closet yeah. for a whole new... Uh, use maybe one of the ones we didn't use or make up your own. Yes. I'm sure we missed a bunch of good ones. Yeah, exactly. You could even use, you know, yeah, if you want to use the, if you want to step into the Costanza Cinematic yeah, Universe yourself. Yeah, we really... a whole... We really missed out on it. You guys, help us out here. Let's hear the Costanza story. <laughs> I'm the talking to you. hat gods were not with us. I'm talking to you, lonely her. girl from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Saved by the Bow, Wisconsin <laughs> yeah. chick. I'm talking to you. Maybe you can stop emailing about the uh, glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Seth can maybe email his favorite origin story, but. You know, we've gotten so many. So let's see what you guys got. So that'll be it then for this Game time, the uh, big geeked up unnecessary character origin story. Prequel. Prequel story. (laughs) Geeked up. But of course, since we're geeks, we're never done playing. And he almost got brought into this game, but what would a game time be without a little Steven Root action? Steven Root, Steven Root. Yeah, it's gonna be a hope. Steven Root, Steven Root. Yeah, it's gonna be a hope. It's always a hoot here at the Geeked Up Podcast. <laughs> it's always a hoot when it involves Stephen Root, Stephen Root. It's also always a hoot whenever it involves Andre Dobby. <laughs> so big ups to him again on SoundCloud for the 8,000th time here on the podcast. But Of course, of course. Um, always, of course, a big shout out to Andre. <laughs> but that's not what this game is. It's not the Andre game. It's the Stephen Root Andre Dav, Andre Dav. Of course, if you don't know what Steven Dav, Andre Dav. <laughs> if you don't know what the Steven Root game is, it's uh, obviously we're all big fans of Steven Root here at the podcast. You know Steven Root; he's the guy that's in everything, in huh? everything, and proving so. I always ask Liam three movies, 
two of which Steven Root were in, one of which he is not. He uh, tells me which one he wasn't in. He wins every time. This guy's yes, undefeatable. I'm so far undefeated in the Steven Root game. But I'm also a little bit like I feel like I think I'm a little rusty. I feel like I haven't played in a while because it's also a game that in the last couple episodes I feel like it's a game that we've kind of let the guest of the week mm-hmm. sit in and play the Stephen Root game. So I can't even remember the last time that my Stephen Root knowledge was tested by one Mr. Barnes over here. But All looking right. forward to the challenge. So even my undefeated Stephen Root record on the line. I took an even a new approach to this. I'm always trying to find new ways to stump Lee. <laughs> so of course Stephen Root's the hardest working actor in Hollywood. He'll go to such extents of uh, giving me a fake list where <laughs> there were no Stephen Roots <laughs> <Yeah>. in the list. <laughs> so I was insured to pick a movie <laughs> that Stephen Root was not in. Forgot about that. He extended me. <laughs> so here's the three I pulled a little twist this time It's three movies Since Steven Root's such a hardworking guy in Hollywood He's always got upcoming films coming okay, out Okay, wow So three of these movies are upcoming movies He hasn't been in them yet They're on his scheduled slate He might have already filmed them They're not out yet <laughs> One of them is not So I'm going to give you the three movies Alright One of the movies is called Life of the Party The second movie is called Tip of the Spear and the third movie is called Three Christs. Three Christs. Which one is Stephen Root not going to be in? Which one of these is Stephen Root not in? Okay. Life of the Party, Three Christs, or Tip of the Spear. All right. I'll just go through them. It's a kind of a, a kind of easy logic. I can play with this one. Okay. okay. Life of the Party, obviously starring <laughs> Stephen Root. Three, three Christs. Two of the three obviously played by Stephen Root. <laughs> the other one by Leo, but the other two by Stephen Root. <laughs> sure. And the tip of the spear, not only do I know because I did a quick IMDb search of, of Stephen Root's uh, IMDb page like I do every day <laughs> to make sure I know what his upcoming pre-production work is. As a true fan would. So I did my little bit of research, and I know for a fact that he is not indeed playing... Hey, uh, there was no announcement. My Stephen Root <laughs> blog did not go off, and there was no Google daily announcement that he signed on to play Tip, uh, tip of the Spear. So I know that he has not yet agreed. You're correct, but I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me who this Tip of the Spear is, <laughs> who the actor is. Okay, tip of the Spear is a real movie. It's another Stephen. Baldwin? No, <laughs> but just as hilarious, Seagal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, we need to get Stephen Baldwin, Stephen Seagal, and Stephen Root in the same movie. So Stephen Root can tell what the other two what they're doing Called wrong. Even Stevens. All right, boys, sit down. <laughs> even Stevens, where they play like a <laughs> crime-fighting trio of twins that are... Did we just stumble upon one of our next game times? We might just have. In our Roots crew, universe, cinematic universe. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, a Stephen... Stephen Root expert. Not only does he know his stuff, but he also keeps his finger on the Stephen Root pulse. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> not not be fooled today. Nope. Once again, you are undefeated, Liam. I'll get you one of these days. <laughs> but that's going to be it for the show tonight, guys. So remember to email us in at thegeekedupodcast at gmail Let us know what you think. Give us some trivia questions. You got any Stephen Root stumpers for us too? <laughs> We'd love to hear them all. So always, that was Liam. And of course, any positive feedback about Stephen Root, we'd love to hear. <laughs> of course. So please send along any of those messages. We'll send them along to Stephen. We've met him, you know that. But as always, that's Liam. I'm Devin. And remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up. Yeah. Hey! Ooh, baby! It's time to get-
Stephen Root, Stephen Root. It's time to get geeked up to stand up. Comics telling you what's up. We need up. an Andre Dobby origin TV. story. What <laughs> <laughs> made him you know laugh so hilarious? You know? He had an uncle that would laugh. <laughs> and then he made a beat out of that. <laughs> the original fish ha ha song. Big root. Andy Dick.